This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. In Flanders fields the poppies blow. Between the crosses row on row. That mark our place and in the sky. The larks still bravely singing fly. Scarce heard amid the guns below, we are the dead, short days ago. We lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe, to you from failing hands we throw. The torch be yours to hold it high, if ye break faith with us, who die. We shall not sleep through puppies grow in Flanders fields. Has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Right, guys, welcome to episode 14 of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. Um, Remembrance, a little poem there for Remembrance Sunday and the weekend gone. Uh, Guys, we've got four points in one week. There's myself, Matt, Neil, and Richard El Cosoloco Cosmala. Good evening. All right. Guys, we saw a rip-roaring, pulsating game, end-to-end, probably one of the best games we've seen in the Premier League era. Um, outstanding game. Town, a little bit unlucky in the end? I just, before we just dissect that, I just want to think the game. What a game. It was absolutely buzzing. I had to laugh listening back to my uh, kind of bit with Jamie in the gas club. I sounded like, a bit like Kevin Keegan. And we're going to... We're gonna, we're going to be fighting all the way. And you say that about a man like David Wagner. We're going to be... our proper pumped up. And I think it just came as a result of such an amazing game of football. I thought the atmosphere was sensational in the South Stand and everywhere else. I thought the West Ham fans, I knew they'd bring a good uh, crew up. If you looked in their end, let's be honest, there wouldn't be many people getting in the, uh, you know, the family fun day uh, 
down at their place. They were proper supporters and they were great in the gas club before and after we had a good drink. And I, I just loved the day, full stop. The noise, the atmosphere, the, it had controversy, it had the gutting ending really and it could have been even worse if it went for Moy's bald head. Just walked out of the ground thinking, wow, I'd just get me a beer. The last thing I wanted to do really was record anything with Jamie. I was buzzing and when I listen back to that, it sounds like I've kind of been on some helium balloons. But I just thought, what a game of football. A bit stronger, I think, than that. Huddersfield Town have <laughs> come a long way. Because when you think what they were doing, they were slinging on Antonio. They were slinging on Chikorito. They, they were absolute Alamo. They were like players worth billions. Well, millions, let's not exaggerate. But, and I just thought, we gave him a great game, and I, I thought we deserve to win. There's not much to add to that, to be honest. It was, it was a belting game of football, absolute cracker from start to finish. Cause he's pretty much covered it all. Not nothing much to say, to be honest. That's so, the end. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to episode four. No. <laughs> so town are Neil, Cosy. We're top of the league. In terms of how many times we've hit the woodwork oh, this season, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah, so it's a joke, isn't it? It's a joke. We must. I think we must possibly be the at this stage of a season. I would be very surprised if any team in the history of the Premier League, in at, at this point in November, has hit the woodwork more times than they've scored goals. Well, the, the two on Saturday, Mounier, it's a cracking header to be honest. Fabianski. Can't fault him. It's just it's yeah. just a bloody good save. I think I said I've got to apologise. I think the emotion, but I said it. Fabianski knew nothing about it. He knew no, everything about it. He knew everything about it. About it. Save. It was sensational. I think I bagged him here last week, thinking he may be a bit of a weak. He did. Thing. He jinxed it. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, but but that it was the, sensational. What the, save? the one with Billing? Yeah, it's a cross. But when you watch that from side angle on replay, it's spinning. How has it come out? How has it not it come off the keeper's the back? Well. At one point, it's it's half yeah. over line. How's it not it come off his back? How's it coming off Fabian's back? Unbelievable. Oh, there were one of Barcelona the week where Tostegan it just exactly the same. It hit his back and went in. It's like, why don't we get yeah, that we're look? Cursed. We're cursed. It's unbelievable. I, I would like to put an appeal out now on the podcast for somebody with a degree in physics to come on and let us know how that doesn't go into the back of the net well, it didn't deserve to it wasn't an intentional shot but we've seen that go in so many I, times I, I tweeted town after and see if they could borrow Peter Kay's orbital sander and take a bit of take a bit of summer off port it might start creeping <laughs> in then uh, what did Barry Fry do did he <laughs> off our corner of the ground or what have you maybe we have to do something like that we're going to have to start doing summer but we we, we do just seem to be cursed. We, what was that, nine or ten? Nine, I think. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. God. When ridiculous. you're counting that woodwork. I've never known a... There's never been a season like it, has there? No. Post. Maybe there has been in total if you'd... But I can't remember anything like this. It's ridiculous. That's so, bonkers. Cosy as the number one Lukash Fabianski <laughs> fan yeah, sorry, in the Premier League. Masses. Which was the better save, would you say? The volley from Mounier against Swansea last year where he tipped that onto the bar? Or the header? Two outstanding saves, Ooh. probably the best saves we've seen. I, I it's got a bit header on Saturday for me because it was so. point blank on it, and he, he hadn't got much time to think about mm. that. And he's just flung himself and got enough on it. The power. I wonder if he's got something against the Seal Town, Fabianski. Although the goal, I, mean, I suppose, will come out in a sec later on, but he did seem a bit flat footed. It was a strange yeah. goal, wasn't it? And that yeah. as well. So maybe he kind of undid a bit of his good work From there. Where we, sat, we actually said we thought he thought. It were going wide. Mm. It were almost like he sort of seen it out. Then all of a sudden, it's yeah. in, it's in bottom corner. Just 
on a minor weird issue, Declan Rice, there were a guy next to me just booing him every time he got the ball. Really, really loud. Now, A, I, I, I thought, is it something to do with a poppy or B, have we come across him in the past? Because it was the most oddest thing ever. Every time he got the ball, he was going absolutely I, mental. I thought he was their best player. Yeah. yeah he, 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 looks, he looks a good player, does that lad? Well, he's, he's, he's been dialing for I, England, hasn't he? I don't think he's made a decision, has he yet? Apparently so. Has he? Don't know why they're booing him then, but no. I you know, thought the best player for West Ham, and I thought it was outstanding, was Philippe Anderson. Yeah, he's good. And, uh, There's no doubt in his good, but, De- Declan Rice. Yeah, yeah, but Declan Rice was, be, yeah. I think the, the worst thing about Anderson, I don't know about you, but you could see him getting in the game. You could see him be more influential, yeah. but we couldn't do anything about it. You know, like you could, you can normally but spot when, things. When players at that level though, yeah. they're going to do you, aren't they? Yeah. And let's be honest, that their goal, as much as it's a killer for us because it's like pinging round the box and in oh. and out, he stuck that like an exercise yeah. in the one spot where he could score it with a cracking finish. He won. He You've won. got to give him credit on that. So dagger through the art. But I, kind of going back to our goal, Pritchard, and again, we've had kind of this discussion. We had a really a debate, didn't we, on a few shows ago and that as well. That's what I love about the guy. And he got picked up with commentary. He's always willing to shoot. He's always going to you know have a go. And, and yeah, whether it should have gone in is debatable. But that's what I love about the guy. Yeah. He's trying to make stuff happen yeah. and, and pop a shot off and that as well. And this is... I, I think thought, it's I so thought, massive for our survival. He, he played lobs, really well on Saturday, and yeah. then he just Basically, you I could tell was, when he went through that one on one, it just gone. I think he'd just yeah. gone. Whether he'd have got there, even if it had been mm. start a game, is debatable. But for me, Alex Pritchard, I, I've I've said a few things about Alex Pritchard in terms of that he doesn't do enough in in the final third. He works hard, technically he's good, but he, in terms of tangible outlet, you know, he, he's. He's not done enough yet, but I thought for the first 30, 35 minutes in particular on Saturday, he was absolutely outstanding. And he dropped off. He's, he's, he's a very, very intelligent player, and he dropped off into certain areas. And the system we were playing on Saturday, the you know the three five one one, really worked for us because he had a number of players coming off, you know, sort of uh, moving off of him, and it allowed him to really do what he does best, and that's to sort of spot little angles yeah. and put people through. And I thought for that... I thought the formation change in the second half scuppered him a little bit because we went four four two, didn't we? And he, yeah, he kind it's of not for him, is it? But Pritchard for, under the right circumstances definitely. He was excellent first half, but for, for me as well, I think you've got to look at Chris Lerber till he got injured was outstanding again. Um, I know it's been caused quite a bit of argument on Twitter, but for me, outstanding probably his best performance in a town shirt were Mounier. Everything but a goal had lad on Saturday. I thought he was absolutely mm. brilliant. I think the thing that impressed me about individuals, I, I remember coming in last week saying two days extra, you know, we looked out on his feet against Fulham, two days extra rest they have. Not any of it. No. We were absolutely sensational no. from the first minute. We really took it to him and that was yeah. all. I was so proud. It was like, this is fantastic. The crowd got into it. We got that goal. So that, that we, you know, merited. But the, we really, I was just thinking, wow, this is pretty incredible because, don't be fooled by West Ham's position. They, when they get the guys back, they're on the back signing Sammy and Nasri now, obviously. Yeah, I I thought, how they, oh, are they going to fit them in? How are they going to fit them into their Saturday, squad? Yeah. Within three minutes at kick-off Saturday, it could have been one all. Yeah. Fabianski's made that brilliant save yeah. from Mounier's header. And then Arnautovic, he's gone through yeah. and I'm just thinking goal. 
you know, with and it's someone, a great else, someone else who've given wow. some stick in the last few weeks was Jonas Lossel, and I thought he was back to being really good on, yeah, on well, Saturday. Excellent. So it looked like he screwed it wide from Southstand, but it was a good save, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? When you look at it, because he kind of he got his angles all right, didn't he? And yeah. that was pushed him a bit out wide. Yeah. But I must admit, it was a sinking feeling, wasn't it? When you looked at him and he was through, and I thought the flag get it up. It was right in front of us, and it was just like when Harry oh. Kane went through last season for Spurs. You think, you know, I thought going to score, and I thought we nailed on goal, and it was brilliant save, and then. Two and a half minutes later, whatever it is, so we'll Pritchard talk at other end one nil. So we'll talk about Mounier and we'll I'll fire some stats in before we do. So the obligatory weekly stats: Alex Pritchard was the first Huddersfield player to score at home in the Premier League in 726 minutes since Tomins against Watford in April. Pritchard's first goal for Huddersfield since his home debut. Huddersfield haven't scored more than once in any of their past 22 Premier League games, netting just nine in total in that run. And here's here's one which I thought was quite interesting was. It's Jonathan, I think this is very loosely termed as an assist because I thought Alex Pritchard did brilliantly to control a ball which was battered at him from three yards. We'll take it. (laughs) But Huddersfield's Jonathan Hogg registered his first league assist in 112 appearances since setting up goals for Huddersfield against Bolton in the Championship in December 2014. But that's not his forte, so that's not something to have a go at Jonathan Hogg with. Absolutely not, no. So, a man in the mood on Saturday. Uh, I thought he was excellent as well. Uh, Steve Mounier, from the first minute, he just looked at it. He was was charging, you know... he charges around, but he doesn't do it in the same manner that Dupuatra does in that manic kind of way. He doesn't do headless charging. No. He cuts off, off, as you'll call them, passing lines, etc. It's it's sensible closing down that he does. He's not going to go tear ass and have to summit that's a pointless exercise. There's an agenda against Mooney and Neil, and it does my absolute head in. I was at a a junior football game on on, uh, Saturday morning, and... I heard some people in the clubhouse, oh, you're off to the town. Yeah, that money will be starting. I don't get what it is. I don't get what it is. And I think you might be a bit the nail on the head there, Neil. I think traditionally, town fans have always liked to send a forward who's, you know, kind a of... A clatterer. Yeah, a clatterer. And this guy, yeah, okay, he's got you know zero goals for us, but... You clattered someone Why, why waste your energy? Especially in the Premier League, though. You know what I mean? It's just like, to me, yeah. I, d- I just don't get it. And I totally agree with what he said on, on Saturday. I thought he were absolutely fantastic. And to me, if Huddersfield, say we didn't couldn't get any you know strikers in January, I think once we've got more chance of staying up with Steve Mooney leading the line than Lauren de Poitre. Absolutely. And we're not decrying de Poitre. We're just saying that for us, the preference would mm-hmm. always be Mooney over de Poitre. I'm, Look, he's got, he's got his. There are things Mounier could do better. We're not going to sit here and say he's perfect, are we? That you know, he's gone through one on one with Fabianski, and he should have cut in on his left foot to open the goal yeah, up. Sure he didn't. Did. He went down his right. He didn't. Casera. Second half, well, maybe he, he could have done better. Target. What a ball by yeah, Congolo, though. Yeah. What a ball by Congolo through yeah. where he's, he's kind of fell on a bit. But it's just kind of crept a bit. I watched that back at the time at the ground. He thought, "What are you doing, Mounier?" But when you watch it back, it just jumps in front of yeah. him, and it gives him a bit of a hard thing. So. I thought it was great. We all thought it was great. Get off his back. And all, all these who moan about him and moan about him in ground very vocally as well. I, I don't understand what people think they're gaining. This mm. lad is young. He's what is he, 21, 22? 23, I think. So he's, he's a young lad. Because he's going to fact check. Foreign country. We've been through all this before about him getting burgled and all that business, but. You know, he's, he's still learning his trade, but he's a very, very good centre-forward. He is. I mean, yeah, nine goals last year might not sound the right lot, but in the, when they happened, they were massive. You know, the game against Brighton, obviously the Palace, well-documented. They were kind of 
defining goals, defining games and things like that as well. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'm really pleased we, yeah, you know, it's really hard to be pleased like a striker who's scored no goals. There was an interesting interview today in the Yorkshire Post where a few quotes from him and that as well. And uh, the one thing that made me laugh was says, I'm sure I will score some. And in a bit of banter, he was kind of saying, of course, I will. I cannot spend a season without a goal. I'm a striker. Come on. You know, so like, it's good that. And it's not yeah, like kind of mentally weighing him down. This is good. And we're, and we're not saying much. that we don't want him to score goals and we're happy for him not to score goals. Of course, we want him to score goals. If he starts scoring, we stay up. It's as simple as that. But sometimes people who've got the, the sort of agenda against him have just got to watch a game like Saturday in exclusivity from rest of the season and say, yeah, lads had a bloody good game and move on. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, you know, I'm, I'm sat here, I've, I've been critical of Alex Pritchard in the past. I can sit here and, and be objective and say, look, he was great, especially in the first half on Saturday. And I think more people, I'm not saying that I'm the beacon of Huddersfield Town fans, etc., but I think more people need to kind of look at games in isolation. And, and, and it's okay to say, he had a bad game there, but it doesn't make him a bad yeah. player. He no. had a good game there, yeah. doesn't make him a great player. You know, just... Don't, don't get yeah, too up and down. Yeah. Um, so Rory Benson is a, an examiner journalist. Uh, he's one of the better ones, thankfully. Yeah, well, we'll talk, we'll talk, we don't mind talking about examiner now that WAP has been sacked. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, <laughs> Blake the Snake. So they he put some stats out about Steve Mounier, and I think, Neil, even you may find these interesting. Uh, in that Steve Mounier won 15 aerial battles on Saturday. Uh, the next closest was Fabian Balbuena, who won five uh, for West Ham. Only Sam Vokes, 90 out of 160, has won more headers than Mounier. It's 82 from 141 challenges in the Premier League. But the town man's win percentage of headers is higher, which makes him the highest, um, which essentially makes him the best he- header of a ball in aerial challenges in the Premier League. Let's be honest, and this will get shout it down on Twitter and fill your boots. Reply to me by all means. But if Mooney is playing in a better team than Huddersfield Town, a lot of these headers that he's winning, knock-ons, knock-downs, etc., are being punished. Oh, man, I don't have much to say. I've been, I've been more disappointed. And again, I don't like banging players, but kind of to me, Aldi Potter seems to have gone a little bit backwards, really. And I blame myself for that. I remember the Leon game. No friendly, what have you? But he took that goal really well, and he looked mean and sharp. And but you know we could point to I don't again we don't want to bag him too much. But there's a lot of games where he's you know where his strength is in the air. We've seen. Well, you let, know, let's be honest that the chance that he's had late on on Saturday. Wow, that to not even get hold no, on it. That that shows on. where he's at at the moment for me, Neil. Yeah. Just just do it's something really in that as well. Like Akambo was. Uh, that, Someone, was a, that was another great ball by Congolo as well. Yeah, well. Who was summarising the game on Sky Sports? I think it was, uh, oh God, what's the name? The guy, MK Dons, uh, the Irish guy, Blackburn. Oh, Keith Andrews. Oh, Keith Andrews. Yeah, it was really exciting. He says, he says, yeah, that's got to be a goal. There's got to be scoring there. You know, and it's just like, yeah, yeah you that's, that's just that fox in the box, Neil. You know, I know it's yeah. going back and you didn't play, but a Jordan Rose, that... I think all we're asking for basically is people have a little bit of balance and it doesn't have to be all about one and all about the other we can all happily get behind both of them and if you're going to be give criticism just do it constructively and in a manner that's not too scathing and like we say just pick a game game on game let's not do it over a period of time we all know he needs to score goals lad himself knows he needs to start scoring goals but on its own on Saturday as a as a as a performance, it's a mm. is a goal short of a ten out of ten for me. Saturday. I thought it was midfield three again with 
picked on from where they did Phenomenal. in Fulham. Just kicked on again. Yeah. They were fantastic in that they as well. Were. I mean, Moyes had a cool, that beautiful bald head just heading that ball away. <laughs> it was a beautiful sight. And he was so casual. I must yeah, admit, well, you know, like you see stuff happening live, you think, this is a goal, whatever. I thought that's a goal. Yeah. I don't I think everyone else said, I thought with the squad again. Yeah. I, when they just edited it out, yeah. like, wow, fantastic. Yeah, well, Mr. Casual. So speaking of fantastic, one thing, Cosy, that you think is fantastic is VAR. Um, I think most of us on Saturday didn't understand what David Wagner was on about when he said yeah. we should have had a penalty, and but we've seen it back on. I think it's the only match of the day that shows it. If you wanted to see it, it's about one hour, ten minutes in if you don't want to watch the rest of that. And didn't Lineker say they were going to come back to it, Matt? You said, and he never did. Uh, yeah, Neil said that, but I think, he, I think he referred to... David Wagner saying we don't get much luck and then I think he discussed the lack of luck I, that we I got. I thought it was just exclusively about the pen. Yeah. Either way, it still didn't get mentioned again, which it should have done. If, that, it, had been, if it had been one at top the sky six, highlights it never it yeah, no one knew it. Yeah. So are you guys saying that's a penalty, do you think? Pen, yeah, all day long. Yeah. It's like so the, annoying because the, the, the look that we're not getting at the moment, if it, if it does even itself out over a season, that's, we are going to get. Yeah, when you think about that World Cup that we watched and we were getting, we were seeing stuff that we never seen before, like people were getting dragged down in the box and the penalties were being given. Like we yeah. were like getting there as long well, as it's we consistent. Got, we, we got a couple against yeah. Panama, didn't we? Yeah, and it's all stopped again. Yeah, it's, it's all stopped. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It would have shoved all day long. Yeah, um, the trouble is because the game kind of quickly developed down the other end. It kind of we didn't really reflect on it. Like yeah. if it was somebody were taken out or what have you. So frustrating, but and just because yeah. it's not blatant mm. to the eye there mm. and then, don't make it mm. not a penalty. I think what we're interesting. Referee's got a cracking view. Wagner called it, didn't he? And he was quite telling that on his interview because we've seen obviously other penalties that we've discussed here that we should have had. He never, Wagner never really were very vocal on that, no. but he were very vocal on yeah, this. It's well. almost like he had a great view or he's seen some VT footage or what have you. But it, it got me thinking, wow, when's this? And yeah, when I saw the replay, like everyone else, well, and, when you watch it yeah. back, all you end up with is Zanka doing his best Tim Clark impression, sat on his oh, ass with his hands in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so frustrating, but God, we sound like we're just like mourning. Just frustrating, oh, though, it? Just one. When when they're playing, arguably better than last season for me, although table and points tally don't tell you that, I think we're a better team this season. And when you're just getting all this stuff that just seems, I don't like saying unfair, because you sound like you're a bit of a crybaby, but it's unfair, were that, it? <laughs> were that Were that first half the best we've played in the Premier League? And it's a big call, because... Yeah, you think Man United, but then you think, hang on a minute, we had about 20% possession. Yeah. To control that and on front foot football, yeah. I think we're the only thing that goes against it is that Nartovic, you know, kind of chance that we give away. And, and But to, but to me... I tell you what, I'd much I, rather yeah. see us playing the old, you know, the new say now he's on the front foot in it. I'd much rather see us like that at teams, in the faces, getting at them. Great. And, and giving support. odd chance away yeah. at other end. But playing like how we do like that, we look a good side yeah. and nobody... I mean, looking at home games, we, you've just mentioned it off-air, haven't you? Look, the yeah. home games we've got coming up... Wow. I'm but, not saying you're rubbing yeah. your hands because you've got to win them. They're not easy. No, it's slightly worried. It's just that early yeah, goal, but, isn't it? And it just it ignites it, doesn't it? And if Arnautovic has gone in and, and, and things can be different, but it's just like how the, the game changed. But to me, we're just... Well, the players were just a lift off when Pritchard yeah. scored and that as well. And, they were absolutely uh, bouncing. Yeah, they were unbelievable. It was interesting what you said as well off any of that 
you the West Ham, their support that came away, they must be like a kind of a members or whatever. It doesn't seem to yeah. me that they many go on general sale. No. And we, I'm right by the divide where the West Ham fans were, and they went absolutely mental. Like I've never seen before, there were guys get, jumping on there with like the yeah. Burberry hats and stuff and giving yeah. it. And yeah. I just sucked up. I thought, fair play, boys. That is what football is yeah, all is, about. Yeah. They were giving it some big time. And you said a Who comment which was really interesting. You've never seen an away following in the Premier League go as I am. nuts they went as that. Absolutely mental. The, the the only one that's challenged that for a celebration away and when Palace were here last season, yeah, but that game were massive, wasn't it? That were a right in the Premier League. I can remember badly that Billy Sharp winner for Leeds when he jumped the crowd. I don't want to kind of discuss that, but the Premier, I I can't remember such a kind of a it was that one on They yeah. went absolutely mental. But you know what? It's always them goals that ricochet so frustrating, wasn't it? Because pinball, we've got that someone got who got the blocking. Uh, there were two. There were a couple of couple blocks. Of blocks then the muscle got down, yeah. and it, oh, oh, it was like oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull you up on that Billy uh, Sharp one. I thought that was the most tepid derby we've ever had. That one and probably the meekest <laughs> no, the celebration. celebration. Yeah, I thought it was meek. Yeah, yeah, they stand though. Well, they they didn't stand mm. like that. These and went nuts. I thought it was quite quiet from them. Move on from them, but yeah, I just it's, it was just again. Do we blame his luck? But. Pinball, ball just disappear from our goal. It comes to a yeah. man who's got 42 million who's really playing well this season yeah. and it's in why yeah. God, it... If it forced to like your Antonio's come on, it yeah, didn't back exactly. stand, it's, didn't it? Oh. Well, he, he hit it just before... Yeah, yeah he's the one that went for a throw-in. Yeah, well, so, he, had, yeah. he hit the uh, shot just before Anderson did as well. What I did like, though, was Town's response. Blocked. Yeah. Because we didn't panic. After that, there Edda were went no, offline. Yeah, there that were, were anything because we did wear it. We did wobble after that. But we had another, we, we went again. Yeah, we did. We went we at did. them again. We, we, we had another couple of good chances, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It was just, because he nailed it, it, it was just a belting yeah. game of football from start to yeah. end. You come away from that, mm. you're disappointed that we haven't won. But if you come away from that and thought, that's not a good game or somebody haven't played well, it's really not I the game for good, you. I think it's a good point, Neil. I, I said that kind of in the post-match thing after that. I think we'll wake up, it's a good point. And yeah, maybe we should have won the counter-arguments for both sides. Could have but lost, yeah, I, West Ham are only going to get better, mate. They're not saying Sammy Nazi just to finish 14. So <laughs> no. so that we'll look back on that. And the, I think West Ham will do a lot of damage in, in other games. I think they'll be good, but I think we'll probably look back at that. I think, do you know what? We could we should really have won that game. You're always going to get them, yeah. though, but hopefully. But when Moy's there'll be a gonna couple, edit, when yeah. all this luck turns right yeah. way. Mm. We're, we're going to get the only thing I'd say about the only thing I'd say about their goal is I thought it was quite preventable earlier on, in terms of where well, yeah, there were guys off, diving. In. Our right back yeah. sold yeah. himself. He sold yeah. himself yeah. easily square on, yeah. which has meant Hogs had to come across. So Hogs come across to track Felipe Anderson, which means Snodgrass yeah. is completely unmarked as he runs down the flank. And yeah, Flo. It was I know managers. Flo's on a bit of a mare on Saturday, if I'm being honest. I know managers concentrate on their own team and stuff, but I was a bit disappointed with Pellegrini's interview afterwards. He didn't really give us much praise and that. I yeah, they were all about they didn't play well in the first half. Oh, it is, but, it? Yeah, I suppose. He's won Premier League before, and he saw so yeah, getting the point where it would have is probably not the greatest result. But yeah, he's a very laid back kind of character in that. I take stuff like that with a pinch of salt. I mean. It's very, very rare that we get a manager from opposition giving us any credit whatsoever. There's only Klopp in there, and that's only yeah, huge. Klopp. We got some out of the game because, as we saw earlier on Cardiff, that were just watching that in a bars before a game. That were frustrating. Really, Speaking of that. luck, yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, Dale Stevens. Yeah, what a yeah. Well, he hasn't changed, does it? No, he hasn't at all. But you know what? What interesting. I. I Look, I typed in Dale Stevens on Twitter like I do a bit of a saddle and there were other teams saying that this guy's got previous. So when I put my picture on with Adam Hamill, 
there were other guys that. Yeah. So this guy's got previous, but yeah, there were a near inevitability once just he know, went off. There's no win need that. for it. I don't yeah. know. Shouldn't have been a goal that Bamba one though, should it? At the no. end, I'm all for hard little get about your players in middle up pitch. Yeah. We've got one ourselves and we love him. Yeah. But he would. He but he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. Nah, nah. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't take he somebody out half on guys. Shit. He just sticks nut on them, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rock bottom, was that? If you ever watched wrestling is, in yeah. the nineties, yeah, what a man. Uh, right, so we'll finish off the West Ham game with um, we opened uh, the Man of the Match award up to Twitter because there were so many good performances on on Saturday. I couldn't fit them all onto uh, onto the poll. Twitter only gives you four options instead of. Five or six, which I wanted, and that caused a bit of an argument. Yeah, the BBC gave the Man of the Match award to Philip Billing. The sponsors, I believe, gave it to Alex Pritchard. Um, Who would you give it to, Cosy? Oh, so I'm going to stop you there. I just read a bit more of that Mooney interview. You mentioned about his shot, and I thought he did well there. And he said, yeah, that second one, I did not make a good choice. He said, I shot at the first post, and I should have shot to the other side. You haven't read this Matt, have you before? No, I haven't. No. I made a bad choice on that one, but he saved it as well. So yeah, that that was my it. point. I just he'll thought, learn. I just yeah. thought he should have taken it to his he left should. side, but it's probably but not as he'll, comfortable. He'll learn. I'm a Pritchard fan, mate, and uh, I just thought it was his. Uh, I just love to see a guy running themselves into the ground. I know it's a gimme, and you know, in a Guagna team. I thought Eleven did that, to be fair. Yeah, so but I mean, it ended just had not like you said, Neil, when he went out wide. You know that ch- kind of chance when he were, he had to go out wide. He had he was like staggering about, like kind of a drunk coming out. Yeah. Probably like I want on Saturday yeah. leave, leaving Huddersfield about eleven o'clock. But I think re- I give him a room singing. for his money. At that stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, absolutely, yeah, fantastic for me. We were our better player. Best player for me in that as well, not just with Scott, but I just, I just the energy and what he brought, I thought it really, really good. I find it really hard to split top two or three performers on Saturday. I think outstanding performances, Pritchard, first half, Chris Lover were phenomenal. Again, unfortunate to get injured. I'm glad it's not as bad as we first thought. But I'm going to stick my neck out and I'm going to go Mooneyer. I'll tell you what was interesting though, with that Pritt, obviously, yeah, sorry, the injury but I th- first half I thought Adagin and I were that kind of similar to Lever he were down for a bit weren't they and I thought yeah. wow he's done his but as the irony bad irony while we had it later on and it was uh, Lever and that yeah. as well it was almost like fate would come and someone's going to go off on a yeah, stretcher it, yeah. it, yeah. it, it was horrible sight which always is when stretchers get great wrong. news though isn't it because even Wagner kind of were writing him off it felt to me for yeah. a long time so for it you know to come back like that so I'm reeling you back in. <laughs> I was going to say, where are we now? Are we man at match, Matt? My man of the match was, I, I, I looked at it, I thought our midfield three put in a 90-minute performance. I thought Alex Pritchard was fantastic for 40, but second half, not not really. I thought it worked hard, but in terms of on the ball, it wasn't really his game, so I, I couldn't put him in. Um, for me, I couldn't really split Hog, Moy and Billing, but I'd probably just nudge it towards Hog. Which shows you then. What an all round good performance it was because you've gone Og, I've gone Mooney, because he's gone Pritchard, and like I say, there's good shouts for another three, four players. So I've opened it to Twitter, which is always our favourite because we love to hear from people. 
Apart from when it's like Dean Ball who says Mbenza was the man of the match. So thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was that fresh air shot, wasn't it, which which sealed oh, that one. He actually put a shot as wide to the left side that he put to the right side against Fulham, didn't he? <laughs> Had a better shot in the gas club, mate. The shocking, yeah. <laughs> Terps. <laughs> uh, Tanzanian Terrier um, says a difficult choice. Certainly Hogmoy and Billing were equally outstanding and close to call, which is similar to what I've said. Um Sadly, I couldn't fit Billing on the man of the match thing. I felt quite bad afterwards, but me and you, I think three of us checked, didn't we? And Cosy yeah. was quiet because he was working, but me and Neil thought Moy was slightly ahead of Billing, only just. Um, Huddersfield Town 1908, Town Te- at Town Terry, thought Millie- Billing was the man of the match. Um, Steve Silent, Alex Pritchard, uh, backed up by HTFC Images. Uh, Chris Taylor says, tough choice. Munir for me worked hard, so he's back to you up there, Neil. Correct. Not saying the well, others didn't. Um, but he won the most aerial duels. Worked uh, linked well with Pritchard. The, the flicker. I think Danny mentioned it last week, and he was saying when, when we're not bagging Depoitcher, but when Depoitcher wins a header, it's just to flick it on. When Mounier wins a header, he's guiding it to people, and I thought that was really mm. noticeable um, on Saturday. Uh, so, Baggy Penguin. I'm not, I'm not sure what kind of, <laughs> kind of one that is. Um, Belting name. That boing, boing. That's the uh, theme yeah, of the weekend, isn't that's, it? That's why uh, I looked. I was like, Baggy <laughs> Penguin. Uh, he says, Pritchard for me, movement on the ball was brilliant, which I, I agree with. Took his goal well. Just a shame his tank was empty late in the game, which pretty much what you've said there as well, Cos. Uh, Malky says, Billing, and how dare you include that lazy non-scoring. I'm just joking. I think the best thing with Billing, I mean, if you've got to remember the Everton game, I mean, we we kind of called that out as maybe a, a defining moment in his Standout town career. Wasn't it? Yeah, and he's kicked on. He does it every week. He's yeah. kicked on. This is great. It does worry me with January, and he's a presence. You know, and I've noticed. I sent something to you on forums that always, you know, debate, debatable. But the Palace one, and yeah, mm. the, whether they can sign him is another matter. But the fact he's caught their eye. That says it all that, you know, people are noticing yeah. Philip Billing. And I think the thing is, though, mate, because he takes a long throw in and there's not many people do that. People's like, I'm going to make this clear. Can he do any goodness. good? Because I remember that challenger guy at Top Chamier, you know, going oh, back. Yeah. But he could. They were like them, though, he couldn't play, they? though, could he? No, oh, God, if he listed. Yeah, but, yeah, Richard but, Logan's one armed throw yeah. was always a better yeah. as well. But, the Gainsborough's yeah. finest. But Billing's turning heads, <laughs> not just in Uddersfield. So, yeah, keep it up, Philip. Lads yeah, a player. Fantastic. It, it's not going to be long before he's in full Danish squad with Oslo's anchor. I love him out, lads, call him the Eiffel Tower, don't they? The- and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty. And with a bench full of all star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win... Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
on Instagram. Literally <laughs> fell. They always put the other. <laughs> Remember as well, Swansea came in with a big bid for Billy not so long since as well. So obviously his potential is noticed he's, he's in a, football circles. And, and if you if you're looking at what players are going for now, he's probably you're starting at fifteen, aren't you? How long has he been with us, Tony? He's been with us for a good. It must be seven, eight years. Sixteen. He's been with us since he was sixteen, so that would be twenty-one now. Ross Wilson. This is quite a good story. I probably mentioned it. Yeah, I mentioned it on previous podcasts where Ross Wilson went to a game, and and he yeah he went to watch a different game and turned around and there was a game on the field behind and there was this big midfielder dominating the game and that's and he was spotted by accident. I still love that Nottingham Forest moment. I know Cardiff will get mentioned, but I will be on that goal that day. What a... Forest won counted, though. We won. Yeah. Cardiff, we bloody lost him. I I, I love the... They put kind of videos out, didn't they? uh, Remember when we were at Championship, didn't they? But it said, just said, keep the the receipt, didn't it? Billy, I I love that. It was brilliant. One of his his best goals was... What technically one of his best goals was in the under-21s against Nottingham Forest away. And he hit it from about 25 yards and it hits the crossbar. It's an absolute rocket. Hits the crossbar, bounce down, whacks the crossbar again, bounce down, and then goes in well, the roof. Well, remember when he scored with it amazing. against Reading in Championship promotion season? Good and finish. It came, it came yeah. across six yard box, and it was coming up at him high, but because he's so big, he managed to still get his foot over, and he just kept it under by when it roof it. I've said it before. The guy I've done it for when he did some of that Radio York stuff and did stuff with Eddie Gray. I'm going to mention his name here, but good guy. And uh, he, he, said, he just said Philip Billing, <laughs> player. That's all he said. Yeah. Player. He yeah. didn't. He didn't. He don't give much, much praise to players, so yeah, when someone's like that saying it, mate. If he, do, if he yeah. does go, it'll be a lot of money. Yeah. And there'll be a lot of people going, oh, he's never, we've done great there, he's not worth that. He is. He looks like he's enjoying his football yeah, right he now, does, yeah. yeah. He's really good. It, it actually looks like, eventually, the penny has dropped. Because yeah. he's got all the ability yeah. to be whatever he wants to be. Yep. Joe, just to finish those things, John Lamb says, Pritchard for me, but Hogs passed that nearly got Moy in. He's put some love hearts there. Joseph McGregor, not sure what, not sure. There's a wrong answer there. It's Pritchard for me, if only because of the balls he kicked towards the goal actually went in. I'm not accustomed to that. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Crowther, Pritchard first half, but second hand, second half let himself down a bit. A bit harsh, Richard. Uh, Alfie Kennedy. Formation change. change yeah, change. I think it was that. Which, uh, you know, he's too he's too far away from everyone. But <laughs> Alfie Kennedy says wouldn't give it Pritchard had a great first half, but. Was very poor in the second, but he's put had to be hog. I think poor's harsh again. We're going to say formation changes made him like a bit more say, isolated we, we, than anything. There's three of us here. We've all picked somebody different. Mm-hmm. That, that Great performance, good team performance. I think I think we can be really happy with that. You want to be worried when you're walking away, and you're all going, "Well, it's so and so in it." And, and one man, and you've only got one man to pick. And one man that can be really happy is our Australian listener Ian Kilroy, who's just seen a really good performance with a back three. You know, if it can be <laughs> uber critical again. I could be shot down here, but same with the Fulham West Ham. We, do you think it's just because we put so much into the the first half that it's impossible? Plus, the opposition's obviously got a lot of quality that we can't just keep it going. Because again, it just felt a bit like Saturday. I'm kind of thinking West Ham are going to come back here, and they really did. But I suppose when you think about what they're bringing on and chicory, I mean, we didn't really discuss that chance, and I I, I just got nipped at loo with that, and I had this oh, and I thought oh god, we're so lucky how it yeah. got to him. So that's the kind of look we don't get. Should have that. scored with that header though, shouldn't they? A man of his calibre. Probably should. Yeah, yeah, yeah should. we've got away with that. Yeah. I remember him scoring with the back of his head once for Man United. Did and he, yeah. Raging, uh, did, not raging, but absolutely raving about it on match. Did you see his but, dive but, but, though but, later but, on? Eh? But, what about his yeah, dive? I think, yeah. I think I missed that. I didn't. And the yellow awful. card. It was nah, ridiculous. Awful. But 
That don't get picked up on match at day. No, I don't get a yellow, it's, nothing. It's West Ham. Yeah. It's not Huddersfield Town, is it? It's not new. It's not. So, Cossie, that's that's West Ham game talked about. But before the game, um, the HTSA and the Cowshed Loyal placed some leaflets in the south stand where you were situated. Yeah, I kind of think, uh, I mean, just even before that, I thought what the club did was just perfect, I suppose, with the remembrance. I thought that were fantastic. I don't know about you, but when the last post is paid, played, it's it's proper solemn moment and that as well. And I just thought we did everything right with that. I thought the TIFO was really, really good in the Kilner Bank. I did. I just thought everything was really good about it and that as well. The only thing that kind of I didn't mention it was a bit of a weird thing. When I've seen these last posts played before, you have a two-minute silence afterwards when I've always been at rugby. Now, I don't know whether, because I don't, to be fair, I think some of the West Ham fans, you know how it is in the concourse, they were... I had a beer and they were coming. You could hear the noise from background, so as usual, yeah. show up and, that, and all that. And that started to get a bit audible. So that, it was weird, really. I thought we were going to have a minute silence. And I think the, the the guys on the field as well did. So they kind of stood there. That was all a bit weird, but I thought it really good and what we did. And yeah, it got a bit of national recognition that. So it should. The club are really good at doing stuff like that. And then, yeah, uh, the stuff that was on the seats from the uh, the Cal Shed Law, and I think in association with the HTSA were absolutely fantastic. For me, I tweeted the kind of back the other day, for, for me, some people it might just be about whether we win or lose on a Saturday or on Tuesday or whenever we're playing in that as well, but I like to believe that a club represents me and my values, and when I'm seeing kind of things about mental health issues and that as well, and there's so many young kind of adults, especially kind of in the, the Cal Shed, the South South stand, they might pick up. We, you might get someone there who's going to pick that up and kind of just think, wow, you know, I might have a problem here, or I might get help. But you might think, well, why should they care about that? They've got the banners, their jobs to get behind the team. I think it's it's becoming more than that. You've seen the food banks. I just love the way we. You said something, Neil, saying I bet we'll probably get a bit of stick for that Remembrance Day, but everything we see to do is done with a bit of class and good intentions. Yeah. I think they didn't do. Uh, I read rightly that the car shed law had a, a whip round the side against a, uh, some banners and then they put £100 in the, uh, I think, was it Remembrance Fund? I could be. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. And that as well. But just I just thought that were absolute class. I'm, I'm picking this leaf up thinking, wow, this is kind of bigger than football. And, and it should be, though. Your football club should be all about your community. And I, I some other fans, I feel a bit sorry for them because they've not got that. They've not got that. And we mentioned the Leicester that, you know, uh, sadly, Mr. V. Shy, the kind of the week, he seemed to be the guy like that. And when I saw that on Saturday, I've gone on a bit about it, but he just, to me, it means a lot to me, does that, though. That is, that is just what I, I walk out I think, thinking, I think it resonates with about. a lot of people, yeah. to be honest. And be a lot of people that won't talk about things and have got issues. Um, and for Cowshed Law and HSA to, to come up with that idea in the first place, never mind actually follow it through. But for somebody to actually use that as an idea and to push that in a football ground where there's probably a lot of people in there who are silently suffering or whatever and for them to sort of open that door for somebody. Might, if, if one person has picked up that leaflet in that uh, cow, in Cowshed on Saturday and read it and followed through with it and done something about it, it's worth it, isn't it? It is. We've got such a class, so when it really gets on my goat, what does the town bring in the Premier League? You know, idiots, you know, like we get Moose and Jason Cundy. I'll tell you what, boys, 
have a look at that, mate, because we're more than a club. I know it's a cheesy thing. Barcelona have got that. We're more than a club. We're more than about what happens Saturday. We're more than about, you know, what do you call them? Consumers. We're like proper, the lifeblood of community. We'll be there, whatever division we're in and that as well. And, I and just it think, all started yeah, when Dean Oil walked Dean Oil in the door. Dean Oil there. So that, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Just want to kind of leave it at that there, but I'm mega proud. And, and yeah. that's because I must admit, I didn't know that this was going to happen. Obviously, I knew about the Remember stuff that got, were very visible, yeah. but I picked up one of these leaflets. I thought, wow, this is absolutely amazing. So if, I think that the perfect way to end that really is that on this leaflet, there was a number of different places where if you are suffering with mental health, you can reach out to. Um, it's on the HTSA's Twitter feed if you want to look at that, but there are places such as NHS uh, 111, uh, the Single Point of Access Team, IAPT Kirk Lees, the Samaritans Support to Recovery, Andy's Man Club, Calm Mind, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, and Women's Centre as well, uh, which would all be able to help somebody. And There's also one for people who are only on Twitter and what have you that um, actually, if you follow Freddie Cocker on Twitter, he started off a great organisation called Vent. And if anyone wants to follow that on Twitter, at Vent, I think it's at, is it at Vent Help UK? Vent Help UK, yeah. It was just a shame that. Get followed. We, everything that we've done read, on and off the pitch, we just couldn't get them three points because everything was brilliant about the day, the <coughs> match. puts a smile on everybody's face. Yeah, absolutely. But then when you take stock, four points, and again, yeah. you kind of look at where the table's heading and I've stuff. I've come away from yeah. Saturday and I've yeah. thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. That's what it's all about. I'm still, I'm still buzzing a little yeah. bit from the game. I yeah. watched. I even downloaded the full 34 minute highlights on Sky and watched them all, yeah. and I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I didn't speed through it. I didn't. I really enjoyed it. It's no, a game of football, and I haven't done that for for a but, while. No, it's like Cosy said. We, it is proudly more than just a football club. It has, and it and, goes yeah. so much. Well, look at the ninety when, minutes on yeah, the, the bike ride again. That's happening. Yeah, at, the, you know, in the new the year, club, and it, it started when Dale walked in yeah. door. And it's all sort of spreading from mm. there. And club back everything, which is even better. Than, we haven't got a club where you can't do that. It's a bit too the, political, this or mm. PC. That what mean as much to me, Neil, if we didn't, you know? Because, no, no offence, but you could have like a kind of billionaire owner who just like wants to just bankroll or a sealed. It probably never happened. Probably never will do. But that won't mean as much to me. A billionaire. He might do for in, some, in, not for me. chairman who was, yeah. wanting, who was wanting all yeah. Premier League clubs to, to gift Scooed them or a quarter yeah. of a million pound. So when it comes Naff to January, off. mate, when it comes yeah. to January and people are saying, wow, we've got 20 million on spending on that Morpay at Brentford or whatever, Dino can do whatever he wants for me, mate, because you know what? I trust him with yeah. my life. Absolutely. Class filters down from the top. Yeah. 100%. And it has done from day one. I look forward to having Danny Willings back on our bench, mate. He's yeah, looked sharp again, hasn't he? Yeah, he looks, clips. He he looks ready, he doesn't he? Yeah, he could come, you know, like 20 minutes to go, give us a real and, impetus and stuff. And what a better time to get him back when other three yeah. are playing top draw? Because he's, he's really going to have to be flying wow. to get to try and dislodge one of them. I know Instagram doesn't tell full stories of life, but there's no one seems to have worked harder in football no. to get back. I, uh, I love the story where it's it's one of the physios has taken over his Instagram and he's yeah. pestering yeah. him. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. But you, you see both Williams and the, the other one who stands yeah. out for me when you see Instagram, who does no but work, 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 is Kachunga. Yeah. And I'd love to see it like back on bench and getting a chance. And There's, there's quite a few calling for that. Yeah, the, the competition yeah, for places on the bench, Neil. I think when you look at Sobby, nearly six, Dear Carby, just over seven. And Benza. They can't all fit on bench, Neil. Obviously, he's only on loan, but... It's 13.5 yeah, million wow. to trigger. Wow. 
Let's hope they don't push that button yet. VLP, there's honestly on you know, bench. Oof. Yeah, Van der Parra's another strange Van one. He was, he was ill one. and he's not been on the bench and I would have thought he'd have been on there because he's, he's never really let us down as never. Van der Parra. Apart Red in a way where he got sent off for nah. having to go to the ref, but apart from he's, that... He's, he's uh, remedied it since then, hasn't he? Yeah, he's done more than enough to But he's, um, there's, there's him and Kachunga and as much as we've invested all this in new players in summer, them two are still in front of the other three for me. And I don't... It's not a great indictment, that, is no, it? No. It's, well, it's quite damning, really, isn't it? Project players can take... And play, like we, we talked about Mounier, players can take a while to get going, and fair enough that happens. The young lads, aren't they? But you see, when I, I see Benza come on... <laughs> <laughs> find the words. Take the time. Take the time. You'll find the words. I just want to... Woosa. Woosa. I'm, I'm, I'm willing in. I'm willing him to... There's something there. Because he pulled that... Then, I mean, he's a cracking there. shot with it Tottenham at home. Yeah. And he just got it... And the ball, the ball they put in as well. Corner. And you're thinking, this this kid's got... And it, There's it something. Must, he's got something. He must have. He must have, but it's, it's just not happening for him yet. And then but you watch needs, him... Something needs to happen soon because... And you're watching 17-year-olds from Fleetwood nip the ball off him because he's got a touch like a cement mixer. You're yeah. just going, what's, what's going on yeah. here? So I, I hope it works out. We all do. Of course we do. Is it purely a confidence thing? Probably. I think I think confidence is probably the and key thing for a footballer, even above ability. So if you've got confidence, you're better than you are anyway, aren't you? So I, I just hope it comes good for him, but it's been, a, it's been a rocky start, to say the least. But the fact that he's on bench and getting on and dear cap, he's not even on bench, sort of tells all the tale, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there, but... Which is odd one, really, because he came on for about last minute and a half against Liverpool and got round back twice and got crosses. We haven't seen him since. He's a big talk. He's quick. The big talking point, though, in moving on from Scotty Malone's song to they've changed it to Mbenz. I, I don't like it when they uh, shoe on another name in and that. I know all songs are generic. And I stuff, wondered but, who they were singing that about. I yeah. Well. Uh, I, I, I didn't kind of fit as well, but fit. yeah. Sorry, Carl Shell. No. No. Isaac and Benzie, so no, that doesn't. Yeah. I, I love the song, but maybe yeah, a different player. Yeah, it, lads. Yeah, it. Maybe a different player. <laughs> scars, though, get it back out. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, Put nothing. it in an envelope and send it to Derby, let them have it. No songs had more... Uh, <laughs> no no songs had more uh, more players than the uh, Pavel Abbott one, though, surely. No. Anyway, so... I like Pavel Abbott. So, from Whoppers to Weapons... To satchels, we're going to do something a bit different this week, Neil, aren't we? And this is I'm not sure about this at all, but we'll go with it. It's Tuesday night, it's top of the whops. In at number five, it's a big club mix by top six propaganda apologist Atmos Staffy Magical, who covers a Willie Nelson classic of Vote Em Out as he says that Player of the Month awards should never go to a Bournemouth or Brighton player despite how they play because they don't have enough fans to vote for them. What a whopper. In at number four, you spin me right round Twitter, right round like a broken record baby, right round, round, round. It's HJFC chat on his one-man crusade to disparage any contribution by Steve Mounier. What a whopper. 
At three, money's not too tight to mention for outgoing Premier League chief Richard Scudamore, as despite making over £26 million in personal earnings off the back of the Premier League, he has asked for a Premier League whip round of £250,000 per club for a golden handshake on Whopperage well done. What a whopper! In at two, confidence is a preference for the habitual voyeur who is known as Charlie Austin. Morning memes can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as It's Charlie Wapstein with his interview outrage. And at number one for a second week running, it's Food Glorious Food. Hot off the local press on Whopperage, as Talksport newsreader Ian Vermouth Abrams was alleged to have been picked up slated Rusfield Town Football Club for talking to local press and journalists, and for that, the club was a joke and deserves to be relegated from the Premier League. I'm afraid the only thing deserving of relegation is this absolute whopper towards a job centre. What a whopper. Is that it? Thank for that. I don't think you could do that again, could you? No. And that's in one take. Well done, Neil. So, one take, everybody. I think that deserves a, a round of applause if you're in your car somewhere. Oh, <laughs> don't no. take your hands off the steering wheel, though, if you're driving on the motorway. Uh, do we do we want to talk about any of this absolute insane whopperage? We've we've covered that. The stick Mounier gets. I'd say the biggest harsh, joke on all of them for me. I know we've given it Moose again for complete whopperage, but that story that's come out today about Scudamore, come on. 26 million quid he's earned. 26 million. 26 million pounds. And 43,000 pounds. And it's Chelsea chairman who's asking for a golden handshake for him. And he wants 5 million pounds. Yeah, sod off. What a load of that is, isn't <laughs> it? you give him it then, Neil? Sure. <laughs> <coughs> give See, him if they're going to do it, give, give him the money or donate the money and it's given in his name to grassroots football, a five million payout to grassroots football. So make it a worthwhile, but he doesn't need five million quid. He doesn't deserve five million. Come on. What happened to getting a watch? Oh. I won't even give this guy a Casio. I won't even give him a taxi home. Nothing wrong with Casio, by the way. We've got a week off next week, boys, haven't we? Yeah, oh. man. I think he needs it after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need so Wolves, down now. We, we need to preview a wolf. We need to preview Wolves, Neil. Now, Neil. Me and you were what? What seven hundred? What did we take on that infamous night to clinch our playoff spot? Seven hundred and something, wasn't it? Although you know what, I, I don't know what's been sold, but I know a lot of people that are going who I didn't think would be going. So maybe we're going to take more than we think. I hope so, but I'm not bothered either way. No, I'll just get ready for outrage on Twitter when the seven hundred of us sat there and all Leeds fans are going, "Wait a minute, Mar, brilliant!" Excellent. What do you lads. think that that's going to be an interesting game because everyone's going to tune in expecting Wolves to give us a good kicking? I think they've they've bought into the. Super Nuno Sunday, Super revolution, Sunday. yeah. I, I I like kind of games like this. We're, we're, a, good, can, we're, we're yeah. a good record at Wolves. Yeah, a very good record. I, I remember that. last time I went down for playoff clincher when Izzy Brown scored. Izzy Brown, yeah. I ended up sat on running track at side. At I, I saw you, mate. I saw you doing it. It's an honourable. You're end, on the end though. of season video waving your crutches, yeah. isn't you? It's such an honourable away in that, and I hate it. You're so it's low nasty. down. Yeah. yeah. I nasty. mean, we were on the moon, and then now we're underground. It's like shocking. Well, we, they give us front row because obviously. Which standing up job it kills me, but mm. 
they give us front row there, but there's nowhere to put your legs. No. There is literally no leg room at all. So it was pathetic, really. But yeah, me, me and Faz, me and Faz went and sat on running track at side at pitch. It's one of those that you, let's be honest, if they play like anything like and we do, then they probably win. But I, I go down there, we, again, thinking we could nick one, maybe three. What I like about that game is, even though we are massive underdogs, which is ridiculous since they've just come up. Mm. But looking at their squad and what have you, I think it's one of them where they'll really fancy, they'll, they'll think it's home win. Yeah. Their fans are expecting yeah, home do. win. Yeah. Their players are probably mm. expecting home win. I'm expecting a home win. Yeah, well, I think we're all expecting home win. But I think it's one of those where town could go and upset a few. And we, our record there, as I say, is very, very good. We should have a, a new kind of feature, never mind Whoppers, like uh, Wolves Corner. So some of my memories, that infamous where we took... It, I think we took about 30 fans on that Saturday night time at a Chris Powell, that white shirt, that, uh, what it, Cavoni or whatever on it, with Jason Davison getting Jason absolute Davison, Davison game. Horrendous, though. That that was a sobering afternoon. That that looked like Udersfield Town were heading like, towards League Two stuff, did that? We were. Yeah. But I remember the Tuesday night before when Connor Cody and Chris Powell, the most <coughs> bizarre game, when again, I didn't think we took that many, but we ended up, I think, winning 3 0, was it? Yeah. Or something like that as well. We had a right now. The, Night, one, the, the one that stands out is when, when Beckford scored. Yeah, when I was going to say Beckford's yeah. chip down the middle. Yeah. The, unbelievable. It was so high, I can't but remember yeah, seeing it. His record there has always been very, very good. Yeah. So, I, I'm hopeful, mate. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I've, I've resigned from predictions, but I'm hopeful of a, of a positive outcome. There's something about a 4pm Super Sunday game, is there? And last time we had, what, it, Manchester City? 4pm, uh, and we give a good account of sorts yeah, that day, did. didn't we? We were we really unlucky. This Very is, unexpected. Everyone's as watching well. that game. I'm right looking forward to it. Again, we'll get, oh, the shield shouldn't be on at you know, four o'clock, you know, the snobbery. But I'll we'll earn the right. Yeah. Do you think well, I, we're there, we've earned the right. I think the break might be it's good for us, like Neil. It's council house advert then. It's right, though, isn't <laughs> it? We have earned the right. I think the break might be good. Well, breaking inverted commas, looking at some of them videos from Harpea, but I think it might not be a bad thing that mate. We've put a lot of energy and gas into these last two games, haven't we? I think with Lerva's injury as well, maybe he buys another week. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's good on that front. On a flip side, for me, it's they've just come off the back of two really good home performances. Yeah. Let us just crack straight on on Sunday yeah. and get into them. Yeah, but because you've got to wait another day mm. then as well with it being yeah. Sunday, aren't you? Typical Newcastle start starting to win a couple of games. Nah, as well, it is now. what it is. We're all just going to win a couple. Won't yeah, we? it's just yeah. how it is. Yeah, they'll still be down there at the end of the season. Yeah, and predict- have no doubt. I tell you, did anyone else see that there were a little article last week about the? Well, I think we were discussing a little bit before where just they're saying the, the most unpredictable league in Europe, but it's total rubbish. You know, it was saying I think it was incredible stats. Something like played they played like the top six and that. So it's like played thirty four, won thirty three or something. Yeah. yeah, no one's beating anyone. It's like goals against Falcom. They were basically saying that football's just like eating itself with these kind of stats and. If, if you look at how it's going at the minute with bottom five or six in our league, you could get away with, as it stands, about 26, 27 points to stop up. Yeah. That's how bonkers it is. I think it could be a record low. Yeah. I think it will be. I just think it's nailed on with how it is. I mean, let's be honest. We've won one in 12. We should be cut off long since. Yeah. We're not even bottom. No. We're not even bottom, no. Cosy, I did a quick, whilst you were talking there, I did a, a quick check on soccer base on the head-to-head. So since we got promoted back to the the championship from, it wasn't the championship then, was it? To Division 1 from Division 2 back in 1995, uh, we've been to Molyneux 10 times. Can you guys hazard a guess at what our record is in that time? 
I love putting you on the spot. I remember when Marcus Stewart scored a winner there. Marcus Stewart scored a winner there. What, Neil, we played 10 times? Yep. How many wins are you going for? I'm going for five wins. Four Neil, Neil, you said half, which is five. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you done your, your research there, Cosy? Because no. it is five wins, four draws, one defeat wow. since 1995. Well, if we can keep that one defeat, we're in for a good result, aren't we? We'll be buzzing again for the pod. Yeah. So we've got some decisions. Well, we don't have decisions, thankfully, to make. But the big man himself, Mr. Wagner, has got a decision to make because Zanker, I believe, is suspended. <coughs> and Chris and Chris Lerber's not going to be there either. And Chris Lerber. So one and one thing that I wanted to discuss was: is it time to bring back Tommy Smith into the team? If it were me picking team for that game, I'd start Derm. Instead of Lerber, he's straightforward, obvious one. And yes, I would go Tommy Smith on right hand side instead of Flo. Me too. I think he'll be of a point to prove as well. He sounds like a champion a bit. You mentioned and the kind yeah. of a something you witnessed in the other week where you know maybe he looked frustrated guy. But yeah, why not? This is an opportunity, man. And as we've seen with Phil Billing, he's took his. Can Smith take his? I'd, I'd, yeah, I'm, I'm careful not to him. make this sound like an agenda, but you guys know I'm not a big fan of Flo Hadders, you know, especially as a as a defender. For me, we've got three right backs, and Eric Derm's the best one. Tommy Smith is the second one, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, as an out and out defender, Tommy if, Smith. If, if the Lerber, only thing is the pace. Yeah, you're right. But it, if Lerber's not got injured, it's Lerber and Derm for me. No, I agree side. with that. Yeah, hundred percent. But with Lerber being out, it's got to be Derm left and I, I would give Tommy Smith a shout now I think I think he's I think his time has he's waited patiently he's still getting on bench you can guarantee that he will be one of those that's in training working his proverbials off giving it everything regardless even though at minute he knows he ain't going to play on a Saturday he will still give it absolutely everything so yeah Tommy Smith back in for me I think last January February he did he had made a lot of mistakes West Ham again he made, made quite a yeah. few didn't he Liverpool away uh, at that point he was he did struggle a bit he had a bit of a bad spell uh, and Flo Hadders and I deserved to start yeah, in that did, run yeah, towards the end yeah. of the season but when David Wagner needed a solid back four or five last season Chelsea away it's no surprise Man City away Lover, is it? he's gone back to Tommy Smith and I think personally if Lever and if Lever's out and Eric Derm's not playing right back, then for me Tommy Smith should be back in if he's fit. The other quandary he's got is that Zanka is banned. Yeah, that's it. So he's not going to be playing. So what's going to happen there? Because Stankovic has been totally bombed out of anything, hasn't he? So and I'll be honest with you, without Wolves play. I wouldn't be fancying Stankovic getting thrown in there. No, so is that a game where does does Tommy Smith play as part of that three? Does Danny Williams come in and do a job there? Does Condurn play there? I think it's got to be back four. It's a it? tough one, but you go to back four. Back four. Even even then, there's even little things which shouldn't matter, but they do for professional footballers, and that's Christopher Schindler tends to play on the left yeah, he does. of a centre-back. Neil, you've played centre-back, you know that. Left and right centre back, 
Yeah, right, Cosy. That's in DVD footage. He sat there going, Neil, set a bag. Andy Duggan, that lad. But he's, uh, but you know from playing there that left centre back, right centre back, there is a di- there is a difference between playing the two and Schindler's. Oh, massively, you can't just show on somebody into one. Because and it's like, playing Congolo means Schindler would have to go across to right centre back for does, probably yeah. the first time. Which, Up their town, which is a bit but comfortable, it's, but, but it's good. I'd, I'd rather Schindler there than show on in a Stankovic in or somebody who's not played centre back for a long time. I'd so go. if he if he does go for for me, you're going Smith, Schindler, Congolo. I I go that and I'd be no playing brainer. I'd be playing across midfield and then Hogg, you've got your, and yeah well to be you'd, you'd start those three again the, the one who might be unlucky depending how he plays this is Pritchard. the match winner from the last oh. game because if you go four five one there's not really a shirt there for him because he's not a wide man the, I think when we went four four two on Saturday Moy went across to the right and Pritchard played off of Mounier yeah. so there is a chance but you don't really want Moy chasing the left left wing no. back all day do you that's we saw that at Watford, and it's it's not his game. No, it's not his game. But but then it means he's also then got a plump for um, two of his wingers, unless he plays Tommy Smith and Flo. Hadjian has done a great job yeah, in midfield play, play before. Flo. I'm, I'm not a fan of him as a right back, but as a midfielder, I think he's had some really Flo good games. Flo could play in front of Smith mm. if they, if they played four at bat. Play, yeah, absolutely. Play Flo in front I won't of Smith. Be against that at all. So he's got some options. It's a shame that how the suspension of the injury have fallen because, let's be fair, both Lover and Zanka would have been absolute certainties to start. Okay, so thanks for listening again. Thank you for all your feedback. Thanks to our sponsor again, BidOrBuyGolf.com. If you're looking for a golf holiday in Spain, have a look on the website and send a you know, just have a look and, and see what you think. One thing, Neil, that's him in the corner and him in the spotlight. The Michael Stipe of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. Here to sing us out, Richard Chicken Ticker Cosmala. So anyone who go to Molyneux will hear this song about one minute to four, but I want you to sing this version. You're everywhere and nowhere, baby. That's where you're at. Going down the N6 with your blue and white hats. Flying across the country. And getting fat, saying everything is groovy. We ain't won away, and it's I who would us feel town anywhere you go now, baby. We see 1500 fans down the side, but we will make a fuss, though it's obvious. Up the town, shout, out, shout, then. What do you call them? Wolves. Wolves. At <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, God. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the flame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Pate's got a chance, Pate scores! Jack Pate scores! Heffel is in there! Smith scores for Huddersfield Town! 3-2 Town! Boris Jerry, Danny Ward saves! Danny Ward saves!
Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.